Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We've talked enough uh, American football here, Simon. And I know Whittingham's just been waiting for I mean, he's wanted to get you on this pod here forever. And I, <laughs> th- th- this is the reason. So for part five, I am just going to back off right now. I'm, I'm just going to turn off my mic and let you guys talk <laughs> go, go, a little go sock. Che- go, check, go check your email and your texts. You got other things I, I, to do. Yeah. I got other things to do. Just go. <laughs> All right. So, so by the way, so the impetus for this is in a few weeks' time, we'll actually be launching a soccer podcast, a football podcast, on this network. On my IMDb page, it would be Unnamed Podcast. So if you have any ideas, tweet them to me, <laughs> at Chris Whittingham, and, or at Five Reasons Sports, and we'll, uh, we'll maybe include your suggestion. But uh, obviously, with that sort of coming in mind, I wanted to launch around two major landmark events, the Champions League Final, and the World Cup. So we'll be doing a ton of World Cup coverage this summer, even with the United States not in it. It does not reduce my interest in this World Cup. One iota. Obviously, it's a bummer, but I, I'm still really into the World Cup. And then the Champions League final, and I figured, Simon, you're on with us. You went to Anfield last week for the 5-2. You've been to Anfield a lot for a lot of the big Champions League nights, the European nights at Anfield, which I'm just so envious that, that, that you get to, to go to this incredible cathedral of football. With Is there a better sort of night in European football than an Anfield night? I, I, not, not for my money. But So what have those nights been like? The 5-2 against Roma in the quarterfinal as well. I mean, there's just been incredible home matches against Manchester City. I've, you know what? For a moment, I had forgotten it, and it's because I wanted to forget it because I'm a Manchester City fan. What have those European <laughs> nights been like, Simon? When you're when you're sitting here talking about it, I've got the biggest smile on my face. It's uh, <laughs> it's amazing being it's amazing being a Liverpool fan at the moment. I mean, it really is, and it's hard to put into words what it's like. You know, I've never been to the big house, or and I've never been to Wisconsin to watch the Badgers play college football, or you know, some of those kind of incredible what what seem like incredible experiences. Uh, I've been to Tuscaloosa, see Alabama, and uh, but nothing comes close. And it's hard. It is hard to put into words because it feels like cliche, and it feels like how could it be any better than you know, Villanova winning the, the national championship or, 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 you know, and those kind of things. But it is, I mean, I could, I could genuinely feel the hair on the back of my neck standing up as I talk about it. There's just a, obviously it's, everything's closer in because the field is, you know, it's not like the NFL. It's not like, you know, going to watch the U play or everybody's slightly closer in. And Anfield is, is an old stadium, has a new stand, but it's, it's old and it's historic and it's, just beautiful the noise there's just something about the noise in there that and I don't know whether you have it in American sport and I, you know I've been to enough games college games NFL games baseball games uh, well the Seattle Mariners I don't know if that counts but I mean there's uh, there's something about when a goal is scored the kind of hugging and passion with total strangers you know you can be there with a group of friends but it only really feels right when you're in the arms of the stranger behind you because you're just, that, that shared experience is something so great. So last week for the five, two, for the five, two against Roma, Liverpool in the semi-final of the champions league, two legged game, 
we go one nil up and that's an incredible moment and you're like this is happening two nil up is amazing when the third goal went in i turned to the man behind me the two the two men behind me and i sit in the, we sit in the same seats for every home game you know so you know the people around you we don't know their names but you, we see them every week and we're friendly and whenever there's a goal we all celebrate together and, and it's lovely but i buried my head into the, these two guys chests <laughs> and i and i could feel the emotion build up inside me because it means that much it really does mean that much and the fourth and the fifth goals went in and i i, I was in, i was lucky enough to be in istanbul in 2005 for the champions really? league final where liverpool God, yeah. yeah well Liverpool were three nil down and came back to win uh, on penalties so I, I was there I was at the opposite end where all the goals went in but it was the most incredible experience my, you know I have two children so the birth of my two children and the night in Istanbul are the three greatest things that have ever happened to me you know to be three nil down at half time and you know I can remember standing on my seat in that stadium with, with my friend the two of us went out there and we paid 400 pounds cash for a ticket we had to give this random stranger 800 pounds a guy turned up at the door in a motorbike helmet took 800 pounds cash and said i'll be back in two hours with these tickets we didn't know who this guy was we know nothing about him and we were just like dude we've just given 800 pounds to a complete stranger so i stood on my seat at half time at three nil down and and i had tears running down my face we'd come a long way and you know i said to my friend i can't believe we paid thousand pounds for this bs there were kind of disillusionment all around us there was fights were breaking out Liverpool fans on Liverpool fans who were frustrated because of just how terribly we performed and the fact that there was such a kind of a anti-climax and then all of a sudden the the, the anthem that, that you'll never walk alone that that, that we sing at, at all games suddenly start to ring out around the stadium and the Milan fans who'd been so noisy were all of a sudden they had these flags these plastic flags they waved throughout half time and why wouldn't you they were three nil up and all of a sudden the entire stadium just became this kind of kind of take me to church moment it was everybody started singing the fans shut up, they stopped waving their flags, and then the players suddenly came out. And you could see the Liverpool players looking round as if to say, we're 3-0 down, why are they singing? And it was like the most incredible atmospheric performance of this song you've ever heard. And then all of a sudden we score three goals and it's 3 all. And at 3-1 you think, OK, we've scored a goal, that's fine. You celebrate because it's the European Cup final. And then at 3-2 you're like, oh my God, this is on. And you go really mad. And then at 3-3 I can remember, and I was actually saying this to my girlfriend three nights ago, that when the third goal went in, I ended up six rows further down than from where my seat was. <laughs> in part because other people had just... And by this time, everybody's standing on their seats. And it, I suppose it must be akin to kind of crowd surfing at a concert. But all of a sudden, my friend who was stood next to me, and we had our arms around each other because it was kind of tense, and there were there were way more people in the stadium than there were supposed to be. I mean, we, if there were 365 seats on my row... There were 410 people stood there. So you couldn't really sit down. So you, everybody was stood up. But as the goal went in, there was just a kind of a huge wave. And I literally remember being kind of five or six rows, just hugging and kind of crying with these guys around me. Never met before. Trying to find my friend who was now kind of 10 rows in the opposite direction. And it was just the most insane, incredible night. Nights at Anfield in the Champions League are just like that. They are emotive. And the football team is such an integral part of the community. And the club kind of belongs to the fans in the, in a kind of way that the Green Bay Packers belongs to the to the people of Wisconsin to the people of of Green Bay is that that sort of feeling that the the club kind of transcends the city in a way that there's just something special about that team and the history of that club and yeah I mean I am so nervous about Wednesday night we're even though we're leading five to the second leg in Rome as long as we win the game or we don't you know we don't concede three goals we're, we're through to the final and I said a while ago I, I think we can win this final and um, if we get through against Rome on Wednesday night I am I, um, I will be incredibly nervous but I will be um, I think we will win the Champions League and I will be desperately trying to get this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Out to Kiev to go and see yet another big Liverpool final. But fingers crossed they are. They're going to get there. And listen, if you're ever over here, I will take you to the church, to the cathedral. <laughs> oh, God, I'd love to do that. Absolutely. Uh, so so I, I want to run through a few rapid-fire questions with you as it relates yeah. to the footballing aspects of this. So yeah, you mentioned the, the fear you have. On a scale yeah. of 1 to 10, how palpable is that fear, that Roma? And to me, one of the fascinating things about this competition is that it's kind of changed in the last few years where if you get a big home result, if you're 3-0 up, if you're 4-1 up, there's no coming back from that. But the way that, obviously, Barcelona coming back against PSG, Juventus oh. against Real Madrid, even though they didn't finish the job, Roma just in the last round to Barcelona, there have been these big turnarounds and these aggregate ties that even at 5-0 up, it's not over yet. And so uh, no. how palpable is that fear after Roma got the two away goals and they haven't conceded at home in the Champions League in the entire competition? If 10 is kind of heart attack nerves, I'm 48 hours away from the game. I'm probably at a 12 already. So, <laughs> I mean, and we've got a three goal lead as well, but I shouldn't be this nervous. But I, I mean, I am. And Wednesday will be a wreck. I'll be a wreck. And it's worse not being in the stadium as well. When you're in the stadium, you feel like you can control what's going on a little bit you can feel like or, you're or involved you're, you're sharing the emotions with other people who feel yeah, the same so, way absolutely there's there's fifty five thousand other people going through the same thing whereas if you're at home or in a bar there's only a handful of people and yeah i'm i'm so nervous now and it's only monday night and we've still got you know 48 hours just under 48 hours to go and i, I you know i will be um bricking it as as we say over here i will not be a um, and I think every Liverpool fan who's not in Rome will be exactly the same. It, you know, it'll be one of those things that you just have to go through. Fingers crossed we'll come out the other side. Do you have a preference as to who you'd rather play? Because the other semifinal is going to be played before the Liverpool one. We're taping this before Bayern Munich take on Real Madrid at the Bernabeu. Bayern 2-1 down on aggregate and also behind on away goals after Madrid got the 2-1 result there. Do you have a preference as to who you want to play in the final? Listen, I think we'll be both of them. I mean, I think Real Madrid will get into the final, but I just think we have too much for them. I think going forwards, if we get there, I think, you know, Mo Salah against Marcello on the on the right-hand side, I think is a is a mismatch in terms of, the, oh, I, I don't think they'll be able to handle, I don't think Sergio Ramos will be able to handle, handle Roberto Firmino. I think Mane will have too much speed on the other side. I think midfield, you know, technically they have more gifted midfield players, but the industry that we have in midfield, I think will work against Real Madrid, you know, in terms of them, you know, the press that Liverpool play in terms of shutting down players on the ball so quickly and so, you know, we hunt in packs for the ball. I don't think Real Madrid's skill players will be able to handle that. And often it will come down to, to Ronaldo, as it so often does. But, you know, in Virgil van Dijk, you know, he's as good a player as Ronaldo will play against 
all season long. And if you can cut out that service, then I think, you know, Liverpool have got an outstanding chance if we get there. It's a big if. We've talked about ifs a lot this night. Uh, but I fancy it's against either, either side, but I think it will be Real Madrid in the final. And here's one for you because you have the perspective of being in England. This is where we'll close on the fo- on the uh, proper football aspect of this. When I'm, I'm talking with my friends, I, I, I'm on a, I'm on a group chat, and all we talk about is soccer all day. And from an, an, an American point of view, I think the Champions League is a bigger title to win than the Premier League. Like I, I'm a City fan, so obviously because we're you know we're 20 points clear in the league or whatever it is, and we've won it. For me, it's all oh, it's still a big deal to win the Premier League. But all my friends say I'd rather win the Champions League. What would you say as a Liverpool fan who is not won the league in, since 1990 is the bigger trophy for you guys to win even obviously you have you've won the european cup you mentioned the night in istanbul but which is the bigger trophy to win in your mind i think winning the league is the bigger trophy but it's different because to win an, a league title is a 38 game season so for example for you as a, as a manchester city fan you don't have that moment that it's all played out in 90 minutes and, and then you win something at the end of 90 minutes too with west brom deciding yeah, for us absolutely it's such a bummer exactly which you know, Liverpool haven't won the, the Premier League or the league title now for, for more than 20 years and or longer than that, in fact. But, you know, so that in a, way is, in a way is back to the holy grail for us. You know, we need as a club to get back to winning league titles because that's what we've always done. And we're overtaken by Manchester United in terms of the number of league titles that we've won a couple of seasons ago. And we need to get back to winning that. But there is something special about winning a trophy, winning, a you know, to go and play mano in mano against somebody for 90 minutes, knowing that a trophy as important as the European Cup that's had such an incredible history with Liverpool. We've won it five times. We feel like it's our trophy. You know, Real Madrid have won it more. A couple of other teams have won it more. But for us, our history as a football club is intertwined with those incredible 77 in Rome in 83 and then obviously in Istanbul in 2005. Just the history of of the European Cup and what it's meant to Liverpool and some of those incredible, incredible moments, incredible games winning the European Cup or the Champions League as it now is. It's a tough one. As a Liverpool fan, I have to say that winning the league is more important. But as a as a purist, winning the Champions League is just a beautiful thing. And I should know because, you know, I've been there unlike Manchester City. I'm <laughs> <laughs> throwing it back in my face. All right, Ethan. All right, all right, Ethan, you can come back now. Ethan. Oh, I'm still here. I've been listening to the whole thing. I've been listening to the whole thing. So actually, actually, I put something up on Twitter asking people for name suggestions for your pod. So we got we got a few of them. Uh, the beautiful game, witty on footy. Uh, I'm not sure if we're going to go with that one. <laughs> Extra time, the premiere pod, and uh, soccer room talk. But I I think I know what direction you're actually going. So yeah. if anybody has anything that goes with the word pitch in any way, I I have, I have a feeling that's where. <laughs> I have a feeling that's where this is headed, but uh, but definitely check that out again. That pod is going to launch here on our network in the next few weeks. If you want to get on board, too, we recommend you check out at Ad Space Wolf. That's uh, two Fs at the end. We partner with them for sponsorships. We're going to be looking for those for the soccer pod as well. We already have a lot of people who are interested in that. Simon, thanks for being uh, so charitable with your time with us and uh, for showing uh, Whittingham what a proper English accent <laughs> should sound like. So. Absolutely. So that, right. that, that harsh kind of, I, I, I've heard rumors about that English accent, Chris. I'm disappointed you didn't, didn't pull it out this evening. The one fear <laughs> I have is doing it for Englishmen because, you know, I did it for one. I, I went to London. And the reason why I became a City fan is because we went to London as a family. And the only game in London that weekend was at Fulham. 
and it was Man City away to Fulham. And so, and I re- like the, my first season really following the Premier League was when Sergio Aguero won it in the in the in the dying mo- moments of the season. Yeah. And that for me was such a cool moment. Then I'm seeing the team in person. I was like, all right, I'm there. But uh, so I I only did the accent for a cab driver there, and he was giving me pointers on it. So uh, other than that, I generally don't do it for Englishmen. Good stuff. No, it's been great. I've really enjoyed it. Thanks, guys.